so how do you feel about our 20 for 20? I feel ready. Don't you think it's funny that it's like 2020? Like, I feel like this is when things get clear. Yeah, I know. Something's 2020 happening. 2020 vision. 2020 vision. Oh, I we've like got, it. We've got a vision for 2020, Peg. 2020? That I don't know why that didn't occur to me before. I love that, Jenny. Thank you. Things get clear. Yeah, not for me personally. I have horrible eyesight. but <laughs> So do I. <laughs> but <laughs> metaphorically speaking, we're getting clear in 2020. Metaphorically, we are there. I love it. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny. That's me, Jenny Kaus, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, maybe even more consistent, and then happier, healthier, more productive and just all around your own best self. On today's episode, we are going to have a nice little segue from what we talked about last week, which was intentional living. And we are going to introduce our goals lists for the coming year. It's time for our 20 for 2020. Have you got your list ready? We are going to jump right into our 20 for 2020 lists. As 2019 draws to a close, Jenny and I are getting excited for the year and the new decade to come. Bring on 2020. Just like last year, instead of making New Year's resolutions, we are once again inspired by our online pretend best friend Gretchen Rubin to make a list of 20 goals for 2020. It's essentially a list of things that you want to accomplish in the coming year. They can be big or small, something just on the outskirts of your comfort zone or something that is pretty easy that you know you want to accomplish this coming year. Jenny and I have discussed both our 18 for 2018 and now our 19 for 2019 lists previously on the podcast, and we will revisit our 19 for 2019 one more time in an upcoming episode as we wrap up 2019. You'll be able to hear how we made our goals and then updated them regularly throughout those years. You'll know where we accomplished our goals or where we sort of did or where we outright failed. Some of us more than others, let's just say. If you haven't heard those episodes, check out the show notes and there'll be a list there where you can find those episodes. I hope that you can find some inspiration in these lists that Jenny and I have put together for this coming year. And if you haven't already, you should start setting your goals for 2020 and making your list. So let's get right into it. Here's my list of 20 goals for 2020. And I also just want to say as a little disclaimer that I reserve the right to change my mind when it comes to this list over the next few weeks as we come towards 2020. So true to form, Jenny has had her list done and fine tuned for some time now. And I just sat down and put this, (laughs) and I just sat down and put this list together about five minutes before we started recording today. So this is great. Well, thank you. This is a really great example of Enneagram one versus Enneagram (laughs) seven. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, when I say that, go back and listen to episode 73, where Jenny and I introduced the Enneagram. It's a personality. uh, What's the word to describe it? personality framework where you can sort of get a sense of how Jenny operates in the world and how I operate in the world. I may have a graphic done up with visual representations of all of these as well. 
Of course you have. And I love that so much. And by the way, when I saw your list and then I had mine all willy nilly in a weird order, I kind of reorganized mine. So it looked a little bit more like your list. So I was inspired. Ah, Nice. So I will just say mine in order. And then when you go to yours, our listeners will get a sense of this order that I'm talking about that you have created for yours. Yeah. So here's my list. And some of these, if you go back and listen to our 19 for 2019, because I didn't quite finish them up, I've sort of just added them onto my 20 for 20 list or changed them up a little bit and included them in the 20 for 20 list because I still feel like they're important and I still want to move towards uh, reaching those goals. So number one, create a budget and a plan for a renovation for our house that we have planned for this coming year and keep track closely as we go through the process. Mm, that sounds awesome. Uh, number two, and this goes li- right along with that, the renovation of our house complete. This will be a huge job and will be really a huge overarching theme for us in 2020 because it's going to be a four to six month process as we tear things apart and put back, put them back together. Mm-hmm. Number three, men's game also related to the renovation. I want to clear out every closet, cupboard and space as we have to take everything out of the house in order to do the renovation, it will be a perfect time to get rid of all the stuff that we don't need, men's game it, and, um, and then only keep what adds value to our world. Number four, this is something that I had on last year's list and I didn't get to start the process of digitizing all hard copies of photos. I have big boxes filled with photo albums. I want them all to be digitized. I just feel like that's something that needs to happen. And 2019 in general, but especially because I want to get rid of those boxes that are taking up space. Uh, Number five, create and launch at least one online paid course. Uh, If you've been listening to me over the last year, this is something that's been on my mind. I haven't quite got there. 2020 is the year. We're getting the vision, 2020 vision, Jenny. I like it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number six, also on my list for 2019, an online course that I want to complete that will help me to get organized in order to have a better online presence with a business. It's called the Virtual Business Academy. Number seven, this is something that I've wanted to do and I really want to do in 2020. We have the consistency of doing this podcast every week. It goes live every Thursday. We haven't missed a Thursday and this will be 76 episodes. Yay us. I want to get more consistent about going live on the socials, Facebook and Instagram, even if it's for five minutes every week, just to do kind of a follow-up for whatever it was we talked about on the podcast that week. I feel like it'll give everybody a chance to be like, oh, what did they talk about on the podcast? And then tune in if it seems like it might be something that they're into. Um, And then also there's going to be people that are on the socials that don't necessarily listen to podcasts and they might decide, hey, we should listen to the Improvement Project. So that's going to be... on my list of things to do. Number eight, what I'd like to do is at least eight episodes of our podcast this year. I want to have a guest other than you and I that adds value for our listeners. So that's a goal for this year. So eat at least eight times. Number nine, move from a paper calendar to a digital calendar. (laughs) I'm sorry. Record scratch. What? Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling like it's time. Peg, I, like when you say, yeah, this is big, like you're not kidding. This is a big one for you. I'm a big Luddite when it comes to calendars. I write everything on paper and I think probably I'll still keep my paper calendar for my patients, but for everything to do with my personal world, I want to have a, a digital calendar. And I know that you can help me with this, Jenny. What's your, what's your why on this one? Uh, I feel like when we talked about meal planning a few episodes ago, and then we talked about having the Google family calendar where you can have 
you can basically coordinate with your spouse. I really liked that idea. I just feel like it'll mm-hmm. allow John and I to get on the same page about things. We'll be able to see each other's calendars. There'll be less miscommunication. Not that there's a ton, but I think it'll just sort of help us to be more in touch with here's what's happening and help us to make plans for everything. I, if you need help at all with this one, please reach out because you know how I feel about this. Oh, I know you do. I'm excited. Okay. Um, Number 10, uh, first aid and CPR research. So this is just practical. It needs to be done for me every two years, just as part of my um, continuing education and just to stay up to date because it's important to have. Uh, number 11, I want to read at least 40 books in 2020. In As we're coming up to the end of 2019, I'm at 30 books. So I feel like I can add 10 more in 2020. Wow, good for you. That's a big one. Uh, number 12, keep up my Duolingo learning Spanish 10 minutes per day. I'm currently at about 280 days of a streak. And I'm wow. really loving the streak and I'm hoping not to lose the streak. But even if I happen to lose the streak, I still want to continue with it because it's really neat for my brain to have Spanish as part of my day. And I actually am getting to a place where I probably could communicate if I had to, if I was in a place that was only Spanish speaking. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, and now that you have a cat named Amigo, I mean, it's helpful <laughs> that you can communicate with the cat in that oh, yeah. cat's native language. I don't think he speaks Spanish, but I could try oh. it on him. Maybe that's why he doesn't like me is because I'm not speaking Spanish. <laughs> it could be. It. I would try that. Okay. Awesome. This is um, a stretch goal. I want to, by the end of 2020, be able to do 10 strict pull-ups in a row. Wow. I currently can do zero. <laughs> yeah, that's ambitious. So I feel like it's possible. If I have 365 I... days to complete this goal, I do feel I... like it's possible. I have zero doubt that you can do this. So this is zero my push. This, I like to give myself a physical goal that's a push goal. And this is the one. So 10 strict pull-ups. I want to be able to do this by the end of 2020. Very cool. Um, handstand course was something I wanted to do in ni- 2019. But uh, as everyone may remember, I had the epic trampoline incident of 2019 and had a back injury. So that got put on hold. I'm moving it forward. Um, another physical goal Uh, John has had some mobility issues. My brother-in-law has had some hip issues. So my sister and I and my other sister have decided that the five of us are going to do family yoga. So we're going to all five of us join a beginner yoga course. And John and Josh are both on board for it. So this is happening in 2020. I love it. Uh, Number 16, meal planning. I want to get more consistent with this. And I think this goes along with number 17, which is a weekly family meeting. And I stole this from you. I know this is part of your world, but I really feel like there's something to be said about moving goals forward the more you come back and revisit them. So if John Mm -hmm. and I can sit down once a week, part of that family meeting will be doing meal planning. Uh, so they're two separate goals because I think they are two separate things, but, um, they are, but I definitely want to make sure that both of those are included in 2020. Uh, number 18, uh, John and I, as we've mentioned, are very social people. We have lots of social time. We have lots of party barn time. We have lots of like fun times with lots of people, but sometimes in all of the fun we're having, the two of us just by ourselves get lost in it. So I want to make specific effort to have just him and I, one time per month, lunch or dinner out. Just a little date night nice. between for the two of us. Um, nice. And then uh, number 19, 
We did this in 2019. I think it's important to continue. Dinner out to celebrate each of our nieces and nephews' birthdays. There are eight of them. So John and I take them individually and celebrate each of them individually for their birthdays. So um, I want to continue that in the next year as well. And then number 20, uh, I put this on the list because it didn't happen last year. I want to do stand-up paddle boarding with you, Jenny. Yes. How did we not do this? I don't know. Uh, It just got away from us. But not in 2020. That's right. In 2020, we'll be on it. Okay, so that's my list. I love it. That sounds like a pretty dynamite year. I think so. And I love it because there's so much about your list that is so appealing to me. Like men's game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Creating a budget and a plan for the renovation and then tracking it? Yes. Yep. Digitizing photos? Uh, Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm into a lot of this family yoga. Yep. Meal planning. Yep. Well, and of course you're, and of course you're into the move from paper calendar to digital calendar. That's probably at the top of my list for things I'm excited for you about. (laughs) Awesome. I love it. That's a good one. This is going to be a great, great year. And I look forward to, uh, seeing how this all goes. And of course we'll keep each other very accountable, right? Definitely. And one of the things that I want to do, and maybe this is something I didn't do very well in 2019 is Maybe after now I've made this list, I, d- I need to, for each of the goals, especially if they are big ones, um, break them down so that, you know, instead of me doing all of them from December 15th to December 31st, I actually have deadlines for parts of them throughout the year. And maybe that can be part of when we do our, our check-ins regularly throughout the yes. year. Then I can make sure that whatever piece of that goal that I'd wanted to have done by the first quarter is done. Yes. So I will think more on that. you know what that. we should do is when we're doing that, we should go ahead and already put it on the calendar when we're going paddleboarding, even though it is going to be like, say, six months out. Yeah. Put it on the calendar. Oh, I like this. And that's good. know that's when we're going to do it. Okay. I like it. All right. All, All right. right. All right. Let's, let's, uh, okay. let's hear your amazing, fantastic list. Okay. Well, don't... Uh, now I'm afraid we've oversold it, but... <laughs> My list for 2020 falls into some broad categories that I've created in order to make sure that I'm hitting different areas of my life. Because I did notice last year that I kind of ended up putting it in a different order to group things. And then it made me realize that there were these categories that kind of address different areas of my life. So I thought, I think I'm going to start doing mine this way to make sure that I'm balancing it in different areas of my life and kind of working on different things rather than just perhaps all one area. Um, So this is the way I did mine. So the first category is what I'll call career slash creativity. And the first one is create a portfolio site slash better online presence. I'm not someone who is personally active on social media, but I would like to have a better online presence that's out there existing because of that, because I'm not active in social media. Um, and that's not a goal of mine right now. Um, so I'd like to, and just for the fun of setting up a website, I like doing that kind of stuff. So, um, I'd like to try setting up a portfolio site, um, and maybe just kind of like a personal profile type site of the work I do, um, as a way to just kind of have it for myself to look at as well. So I would like to do that. My next one is attend six marketing events or workshops. So this is to kind of keep me sharp and connect with other people in my industry. I would like to do this. Um, And then this is kind of more on the creativity side. 
I would like to paint a room in my house white. I, when I look at images I save, say on Pinterest or anything, they always have white walls. I have zero white walls in my house. And I think it's because I think that normal people in the, in the world can't do that. Cause it's like too, I don't know. What would too you stark. call it? Too stark. Too stark or like too modern or something. And I just feel like, I don't know, like a lot of people that just have like white and I'm like, Ooh, maybe it's too crazy. But then I realized, um, Hey, I'm a grown lady. I can do what I want. <laughs> I'm a paint a wall white, at least maybe a whole room. I don't know. Do you know which so room you're going to paint? I mean, really, if it, if I had my choice, it'd be all of them, but I'm going to have to choose carefully here. Um, so what color is the wall in your living room right now? Off-white. So it wouldn't be a giant shift to go from off-white to white. Well, no, I would say it's 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 beige. It's called Papineau, and it is, it definitely, like, you can tell it's not white. It's a light color. Sure. But it's in between a beige and a white, I would say, but... Yeah, I mean, you can kind of see it behind me here. It's the contrast of the two colors. Anyway, I really love the way white looks, and I love the way that when you use really bold color against it, it pops, and anyway, I want to do it. Love it. And then the next thing is I want to work on one of my art skills. Um, I went to university for art. I don't spend a lot of time doing art. I'm a creative person, but I don't really do a lot of art anymore. So I want to start kind of sketching more again because I really, really enjoy it. I think it's good for your brain. Cool. So I'm going to do some drawing. Drawing. Um, then my next category is relationships. So much like you, I want to have a meal like dinner or lunch with just Jeff once a month. And the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to put it in my calendar for the 14th, which is our anniversary day, every month, so that it's already on the calendar. Cool. So regardless of the day of the week it is, that will be happening on the 14th. So we will Oh, just that's a good to... way to do it. I like that. Yeah, I think it kind of automates it, and it takes the planning part of it out, because you just know that that's when you're doing it. So okay. that's what I'm going to attempt this year. Um, I'm going to attempt, this is inspired by Gretchen Rubin, a weekly adventure with Ethan. Because oh, she did that with both of her children, didn't she? Yes. And I find I, because I'm the first one home and the last one with him in the morning, I get caught up in a lot of the routine stuff with Ethan. And I'm not, admittedly, I'm not really the fun parent. I'm the one who's kind of like pushing things along and, you know, doing all that. So I want to have more fun with Ethan. And so after school... Um, you know, maybe I'll pick a day a week, him and I will do something fun. Maybe it's just going to the park or a bike ride or playing, you know, a sport somewhere. Maybe it's going to a museum or a gallery, but just something that him and I can go do together. Okay, cool. And he's on board for this. So this is cool. You should bring him for a swim um, at the pool at the party barn. I mean, you know, he's obsessed with your party barn. <laughs> that he could knows. be a fun weekly adventure. Yes, there you go. Um, and then I have weekly family meetings. This has been great. We've so when you guys do the Strauss hold family meeting, do you, is Ethan included too? Okay. So there's actually two weekly meetings. Okay. There's, there's our family meeting, which is very important 
um, because that's when allowance happens. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So this is like, and we like play a game together or do something like, like it's, it's a fun thing and we have a gratitude practice that's a part of it. And I think we're about four months in now of doing this. Nice. And it's going really well. He really like, he looks forward to it mostly cause he gets money. Um, but it, it's, it's a fun thing to do, but that's, so that's, and then we have our Strauss hold meeting, which we've not been actually great. The last little stretch being on top of, and we're feeling the effects of it. It's ended up kind of just happening ad hoc when we're doing meal planning, but we need to get back on it. Um, because usually we were doing that every Thursday night and just kind of informally as a way to connect and go over the schedule and all of that. So. I'm really intrigued by the idea of a family meeting. I feel like this is something we should do sort of a deep dive in, uh, in yeah. January and talk about so that if anybody else is interested in this, they can sort of see what the, what the guts of it are and what it means for us. And then potentially we could get some ideas from some of our listeners too. Please pause while I add it to the spreadsheet. Awesome. <laughs> Anyway, moving along. Um, the other thing is I want to have dinner guests at least every other week. Oh, cool. Because I really like having people over. And I find we go in spurts with it where we'll have um, a weekend where we have people over every night. And then we won't do it for a month. And I like doing that. Um, it doesn't always have to be pre-planned, but even impromptu, I love doing that. So then my next category is health slash wellness. I have in this area, I have, so this is number nine, gratitude journaling daily. This one's locked in, but I want to just put it on there to keep it fresh in my mind that this is important. My daily smoothie habit, that one's still locked in. Um, sometimes it's harder. Sometimes on the weekends it's hard, but that's one I want to keep up. Um, 10 minutes of daily meditation is number 11. And number 12 is the monthly digital detox. So oh, once yeah. a month. I want to go 24 hours without my phone. And that's one that I'll probably put on the calendar as well. Like, let's say the first weekend of the month, I will just kind of put it in my, like a lot of the stuff I just want to like schedule it out now and just have it on there so that it's not a thing I have to remember. It's just in the schedule. Okay. Next category is adventure and recreation. So recreation is my word of the year this year. And it, worked. I definitely did lots of recreation. Um, so number 13 is I want to take a week long family trip. I did not do that this year. We did lots of fun recreation, but I was pretty terrible at taking downtime this year for longer than two days. So I need to do that. Um, and this leads into what's going to be my word of the year for next year. But anyway, um, and so my next thing, number 14, learn to play chess as a family. Cool. I think this one, Ethan is taking chess lessons right now from a neighbor, mm -hmm. um, once a week and it's going, he's learning it really fast. Uh, I've been kind of watching them. I am not picking up on it at all. So this will be a good one. Cool. And we may have asked Santa for a chess board. So, you know, maybe coming. Cool. We'll see. We'll see if we're on the nice list. Um, I want to go paddleboarding six times in the summer. I've just set that as kind of like a, I want to make sure we get out there at least six times. So you and I will take care of one of those. Awesome. And number 16, I want to go to a play in Stratford. I don't think I've ever done that. Awesome. Maybe I have, I might've been a kid. Anyway, I want to do that. Next category. The final one is money slash resources slash home. That's kind of a catch all. 
um, I want to figure out iCloud. So I've sort of started to figure it out, but I want to get better at that because, you know, I hear about the cloud. I want to send things to the cloud. (laughs) Um, I also want to do some digitizing of photos and files. I have recently acquired some more photos and I want to get that taken care of and added to wherever the cloud is. Um, and I want to set some in this number 19 is I want to set some investment goals and a strategy. Um, I'm kind of just in general been saving. I'd automated some savings, but I really want to get a lot clearer on how much I need by when. And I'd really love to really set a clear retirement date and start working toward that. Amazing. So I really want to work on that. And that'll be one that Jeff and I work on probably at our, um, when we talk about finances. Uh, I mean, he's an accountant. He should be good at this, right? You'd think so. I hope so. Holy smokes. Um, And then number 20, I feel like this is a big one. This is a big one. I want to start working on some plans to finish our basement. This would be a big project that would be disruptive, but... I, and well, I mean, right now we don't have a finished basement because our kid rides his bike down there and shoots hockey pucks into the walls and all of that. So we've just left it as is, but I really would like to renovate it. I think it would be really nice to have that space uh, as a family to use. And as he gets older and has friends over to have a space that they can go be in, um, I think it would be lovely. I think it'd be a fun kind of party space as well and i i'd like to have an extra bedroom uh for when we have people like i'd like to be able to have people stay over sure from out of town if needed and yeah i just think it would be nice for our our house as well and so you're making the plans in 2020 and then the actual renovation will take place the next year or potentially the renovation might take place in 2020 as well I mean, the way that I go with these things, I'll start making the plans and then it'll just happen probably. Okay. But I would like to really scope it out, get an idea for what we want so that, um, you know, as we're doing it, we're getting kind of what we want out of it. Sure. Um, I was using Google SketchUp a little bit to create a little bit of a mock-up. It is very fun. Cool. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. So just kind of maybe picking out fixtures. And really thinking about how we would use the space, it will have to incorporate a home gym because right now I would say, I don't know, a quarter or a fifth of our basement is taken up with home gym stuff. So I would want to incorporate that. But then you could come for sleepovers, Peg. Amazing. (laughs) I would love that. Yeah. So that anyway, that's my list. And I think that the categories thing is a good way to do it. If, especially if you're doing this for the first time, that might be a good way to do it is to kind of create some categories for your life. Everybody could have different categories, but I've chosen to do kind of career, relationships, health and wellness, and, you know, recreation, and then money slash resources home. But you could do anything like you could do health, home, you know, your marriage, friendships. You could add spirituality in if you wanted. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, that's kind of for me in the health and wellness, like, but you could call that spiritual. You could call it. Yeah. I think any, you can just sort of do whatever is most important to you, what your, what your values are, what you're, what you're into, 
That's what yeah. you can base your goals around. It's like what we were talking about last episode when we were talking about intentional living. What your core values are, that's what you should be leaning into in terms of what you want your goals to be so that you can set your life up intentionally to be how you want it to be. And you do it by design, not by default. That's the words you used last week. And it's funny because that's exactly how I feel about these basement renovation plans is I want to make sure I'm really thinking about how we're going to use the space and, um, you know, how we want things to be when they're done rather than just kind of starting the process and maybe things getting chosen for us because we didn't even know we could pick certain things or I want to really think about it and make sure that we're going to get out of it what we want. Um, but as we were saying too, with, if you're thinking about creating a list like this, and you're a little daunted by the idea of it, starting with these categories is a great way to prompt yourself. And, uh, you know, it's pretty powerful to think about this time next year, you know, how could your life look different? And it's all these little steps that could add up to it. Sure. And also just on that note to, to add to it, we have 20 things, but you just mentioned five categories. Even if you have five goals or two goals that you want to accomplish in 2020, saying them out loud and writing them down and then taking steps toward them, that's enough. You don't have to do 20. And if you want to, you can do 40 and that's fine. But writing them down and moving them toward them, there's all sorts of research that shows that the people that make goals, write down goals are way more likely to get to the place where they've got them complete. And I totally support and I'm in favor of, if you have something, let's say a habit that you're already is locked in, don't be afraid to put it on the list. That shows if it's that important. Wanna, yeah, it's important to you to keep important. it on the list. Like there are ones on here that I'm already doing the daily smoothie, the uh, gratitude journal. Those are locked in for me, but I want to keep them up. And that's why I put them on this list. And I think it's also important to give yourself a couple easy wins. They don't all have to be big, big things. Give yourself some easy wins that you can get going on. I'm all for that. Amazing. Yeah. So balance it out. Easy ones and then some really big ones. Yeah. And I like the idea of a stretch goal too. If something seems a bit daunting, but you're like, yeah, I want that. And I think it can happen, then put it on the list and you'll never know how you can surprise yourself. Absolutely. All right. And that's it for this episode of the improvement project. So let us know what is on your list of 20 for 2020. Uh, Next week, Jenny and I are going to let you know what our words for the coming year are. And we'll talk a little bit more about being intentional about making big plans for the next decade, or at least the first year of the next decade. Get in touch. Our email address is theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. Jenny is on Twitter at jcouse, and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag theimprovementproject. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. And if you like the show, and we really hope you do, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. It's the most common way that new listeners find our show. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts so that you don't miss a show. We also have a Facebook group, so search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Now, go get to work on improving the most important project that you have. That's you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it. I keep thinking of Barbara Walters every time I say it. And this has been 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020.